Hello, and welcome to the Folklore and Fiction Podcast. My name is Kelly McCath Morin. I'm a PhD candidate in the Folklore Department at Memorial University of Newfoundland, and I'm also a speculative fiction writer under the pseudonym C.S. McCath. The Folklore and Fiction Podcast and Dispatch synthesize these passions with a focus on folklore scholarship aimed at storytellers. You'll find the Folklore and Fiction archive, along with the rest of my work online, at folkloreandfiction.com. Interested listeners will find a link to the current dispatch in the show notes, where a more comprehensive record of this episode can be found, including a bibliography and other references. This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast was first published as a newsletter in November 2019. I'm recording it as a supplemental podcast now so that new listeners and subscribers have an opportunity to engage with the material. In it, I'm discussing ritual, with help from scholars Catherine Bell, Ronald L. Grimes, and others, discussing ritual use in storycraft and providing you with an example and exercise on the topic. This edition of the newsletter marks a departure from folkloric narrative and the beginning of a five-month exploration of folkloric belief. You'll notice a change in format and focus as well, from the use of folkloric narrative types in writing to the use of folkloric ideas and principles in world-building, characterization, and plotting. I should mention here that myths— which are the topic of the February 2019 Folklore and Fiction newsletter, might be categorized as folkloric narratives and folkloric beliefs because they're sacred stories held to be true by the people who tell them. So you might keep myth in mind as you build fictional worlds, place characters in them, and plot the stories that happen there. Folkloric Discussion of Ritual Grimes quotes several definitions of ritual developed by scholars. From these, we learn that rituals are associated with social transitions, that they are scripted performances of words and actions, that they are a means of imagining or creating the world as it ought to be, and that they can have both religious and cultural components. However, he also points out that because the topic itself is so complex, every definition tends to leave something out. Because of this, he advises ritual scholars to, quote, borrow or invent a definition, and, imperfect though it is, work with it. Find out what it facilitates and inhibits. End quote. Bell expresses a similar sentiment, citing the Chinese sage Zhengzi, who advises against the use of simplistic formulas, strict categories, and elaborate theories of ritual for the very reason that it is such a complex topic. Still, we have to be able to identify rituals if we are to understand them. Bell does this by providing and discussing several ritual categories, rites of passage, calendrical rites, rites of exchange and communion, rites of affliction, political rites, feasting, fasting, and festivals. She also discusses several ritual characteristics, writing that they are often formal, traditional, repeated without variance, stylized or governed by rules, infused with sacred symbolism, and theatrically performed. Grimes does the same work by way of a family resemblance or fuzzy set theory, that includes Bell's characteristics and adds several more, writing that actions can be ritualized by rarifying them as one-time events, undertaking them in a state of contemplation or trance, attributing special power to them, performing them at particular times or places, assigning their performance to trained or qualified persons, and invoking powers such as gods or spirits. Later, he addresses the topic from other perspectives, identifying several ritual modes, moods, and actions in a section of the book so helpful I wish it could be cited here in its entirety. Instead, 
I recommend you check out The Craft of Ritual Studies from your local library and read pages 203 to 207. Meanwhile, I'll introduce you to these three concepts in brief by discussing them in the context of a fictional ritual. How Rituals Have Been Used in Fiction In Frank Herbert's Dune, Paul Atreides bests the Fremen Jameis in single combat to the death, and afterward there is a funeral rite. At the beginning of this rite, Jameis's water is recovered from his body and offered to Paul as combat water in compensation for fighting in a dry desert climate. This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast is a preview, and you can listen to the full episode on the Folklore and Fiction website. Just click on the dispatch link in the show notes, or go to folkloreandfiction.com and sign up for a free account. Thanks very much for your interest. Copyright 2019-2023. Kelly S. McCath-Morin. All rights reserved unless Creative Commons licensing is specifically applied.